version, very different version of Levac and Gaz. Numerous locations, secret, stealthy locations. We can't be in the same place at the same time. It's like the president, the vice president. It's very, I'm on, I'm on um, living room one. Uh, Gaz is in Marine Den one. And, uh, <laughs> and, and here we are. And here we are. We're ready. We're ready. We're going to do a little back and Gaz for you guys. Well, back, where, this where, is... where have you been? Well, I've been all over the place doing great things. Levac, by the way, isn't this the first time this has ever happened? We have what? never done this before. You and I, like, done what? pull back the curtain. There's a lot of – look at that on our <coughs> visual side of the championship ring. Let's go. Uh, we've never done a show like this before, ever. Like, even in the radio days, the sometimes, like, people will be on location in different spots. Yeah. This is the first time you and I have actually never been sitting next to each other doing a show. And it's, I think part of that is obviously the comfort of how we built the show. Um, but I think a lot of it also is I just never trusted you to push your own buttons. I just assumed <laughs> if, there was, if there was any way that you could technically screw it up, you would. And, uh, and you, you know, because you got ahead of me into the, the podcasting world, I now have, I'm forced to trust your abilities, even though the last time we did a show together, you dumped an entire energy drink into my uh, Roadcaster Pro. <laughs> Eventually the wheels are going to fall off. Right? That's right. That, that, Brady <laughs> Farkas takes many of the credit for me figuring this out. And then who knows? Maybe some point in this podcast. Brady Farkas takes credit again. for everything. Brady Farkas is like, hey, remember? Remember when I, remember when I taught Jesus how to turn uh, water into wine? That was a great day. Uh, Jesus, Jesus said, I only have seven fish and a couple loaves of bread. I can. There's no way I can feed all these people. And Brady Farkas said, we can figure it out. I got an idea. Right. I'd also like to point out I could strike out Jesus with a curveball if I threw one. He did. He did. He actually did. He struck out. He struck out Jesus, uh, which was weird too because Jesus was being scouted, you know, by the Mesopotamia, the Mesopotamia Tigers at that point, and uh, he didn't get picked up because Brady, Brady struck him out. You can come up. <laughs> what? Camo's going to make an appearance. Hey, there's Camo. Come here. Camo. <laughs> ah, look at that. Whoa. <laughs> You're adopted. Um, I'm not your real I get father. I to control the banners now, Levac 2 on my end, by the way. Look at oh, that. Oh, yeah. I don't, I don't have any control hey. over any of this. I have nothing. I have no control. I've, I have less control than Dave Portnoy has over the Barstool Arizona Bowl. I have, that's how much control I have right now. I'm, I'm bummed, man. Ooh. I'm really bummed out about that. Because I know the, what a weird twist 2021 has been. Because Levac, there was a time for those who have been following us on the traditional side of this that you and Barstool used to clash a little bit. You and the Stoolies, and it looks like you you've turned, you've changed. Um. Well, it's it's you know there's still some of it that I just I I think I realized now that now that we're in the same media, like obviously they're you know they're the Yankees and we're trying to be the Valley cats, you know, <laughs> like, 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 you know, they're, they're a whole nother level. I kind of get what's happening a little bit more. Honestly, I think the weirdest part about, it, I don't think my problem was ever really with bar stool itself. I think my problem was always with the stoolies. I think the stoolies pissed me off more than bar stool. Like, I think, I think it's fair to say that like Portnoy is in a, he's an acquired taste. Like he's, I don't think he and I would get along great. A drink or two, we'd probably be cool. If, but there's no like, like he, I, I'm sure he would have zero interest in hanging out with a fat guy who's missing a tooth, 
from upstate New York and I had zero interest in hanging out with, you know what I mean? So, so like it, that part of it was always there, but the more I get to see how brave they are in, in the things they do. And, and I know people are always going to call them scumbags and this, that, and the other thing. They, they kind of remind me of Stern, you know, back in the the nineties, like doing things nobody else has the guts to do, but also, you know, bringing their sense of humor out. It's a little cruder than what people like. So it's freaking people out. But the fact that they went all in and, and we're going to put together their own bowl game, I think is amazing. And I think when we're looking at, you know, how many times have you and I had the conversation where I think you, you should play like, you know, like, uh, you know, Kenny Pickett's not going to play. Well, he should play. I, I think he should play. What's the motivation for me not to play if, if it's not a playoff game, if it's not the semifinals of the championship. I think something like what Barstool was going to do could be what brings these kids back into playing. And I say kids, I mean, like, you know, these guys, 20, 22, 23, whatever, but, but, you know, there's a, there's a cachet to it. There's a coolness to it and the way they were going to do it. And the fact that they were going to do it on YouTube. So it was going, they weren't going to be beholden to a network. I was, I was really intrigued to see how they were going to, how they're going to pull it off. I fully anticipated it not being a, a great production, you know, the first year. Because what was it? Was it Big Cat was going to parachute in? That was the rumor, yeah. Yeah, and then <laughs> sing the anthem. And par- like, look, and let's be let's be real. Big Cat loves to sing, cannot sing. He can't do it. It's terrible. I watched Rough and Rowdy, and he can't sing. Um, he's probably he's a better singer than me. But like, that's hysterical. The way they were going to do that was great. So all that stuff that we would have seen that nobody's ever done before, I we we don't get to see now, and it, it bums me out because it was going to be something. I mean, with the exception of. You know, Michigan, Georgia, Alabama, Cincinnati, uh, the Barstool Bowl was the one I was most excited to see. Yeah, and that Stern comparison is so spot on because why Stern was so great. And you you did the Stern thing. Like, you were in the middle yeah. of it. You were in – not maybe the trenches isn't the best term, but you were, you know, taking some fire was, from the was, Stern fans. I was trench adjacent. Yes. like <laughs> I was the local producer. What office, was great? Yeah. Like, what was great about Stern, it's the old private parts – quote that they people tuned in because they he loved did have them great and, private parts yeah like they loved them they hated them they just want to see what he's going to say next that's what made the barstool bowl the arizona bowl so different was that people like you and i wanted to watch to see what is this going to be different than any other bowl we've been used to the last 10 15 20 years and that was the cool part about it and now the part that sucks about it is that they've got to make a financial decision here for next year because look you've got bowls like uh, the Tony the Tiger Sun Bowl or whatever other bowl, right. the Holiday Bowl, where if you're a sponsor, you may yeah. have gone back to back years where you've lost millions of dollars, whether it's the bought stadium rental, the signage, the promotion, the hotel booking. Like we're talking about millions of dollars in lost revenue and expected income. If you're a business in back to back years, you did something and lost millions of dollars doing it. I would but- recommend. To not do that a third time. <laughs> so that's what I'm afraid of for the Barstool and everybody else. Like they're just going to stop. Fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice, shame on COVID. Fool me a third and we won't get fooled again. Um, that's right. George W. Bush. <laughs> right. No, but I think, I think I also feel like part of, the, part of the beauty of this is without being beholden to a network and without being beholden to all this other stuff. I mean, how much, how much did they – Yes, they lost. I'm sure they lost a boatload of cash. But did they lose more cash than Portnoy and Big Cat on a, on a gambling vendor? You know what I mean? Like, like you know, what Portnoy made a couple, two, three, four, five hundred thousand dollar bets this year. 
So, yeah. and I don't, and I don't think I don't think his record was great with them. So, when you've got that much money and you know, let's let's be real about it, right? The goal for sponsoring a bowl game, I'm sure, is twofold. One, oh my god, this is freaking cool. We're big sports fans. This is great. But two, more exposure. People might be talking more about them now with it being canceled than they would have if it got played. So, so they may not have actually lost any money. It may actually be worth just as much in this to not play as it would have been if they did play. I obviously, again, much rather they play. I would, I would have loved to have seen it. Um, the fact that like the Tony, the tiger sun bowl cherry picks poaches one of their guys away, one of their teams away that bummed me out. Like, but it, you're the new bowl on the block. You're doing something different than everybody else did. Of course, they're all going to rally together and go against you. I guarantee the players in those teams are heartbroken. that They're not going to be part of it. I guarantee it. For guarantee sure. It. The dog is actually trying to get behind the couch. Okay. Um, <clears throat> hey, I'm, you sat still all day. Now I'm doing a show, and you're running around like a crazy person. Get out of here. Go. Go lay down. Go chew something. Um, no, so I, I'm, I'm bummed. I wanted to see the Barstool Bowl really bad. That was, that was, what, that was, my, that was my, obviously, Michigan, Georgia, number one. Um, I'd love to see Ohio State losing the Rose Bowl, all that stuff, but the Barstool – Sad. I'm gonna I'm gonna pour a little bit out for my homies that are gonna play now. So, so. And, and sadly, you and, <laughs> sadly you and I didn't make it to the pinstripe bowl because of we'll call it unforeseen circumstances. We'll call it unforeseen <laughs> circumstances. Well, travel became a bitch, and well, we have our friend Rob who was there, and there was hardly anybody there anyway. Um, and yeah. Virginia Tech didn't show up either, so I guess it's not that bad. Though they had the coolest helmets I've seen all year. I mean, that, those those Virginia Tech uh, New York Yankee helmets are sick. That's awesome. I, I love that. I would. I'm not even a Virginia Tech guy. I don't even like those colors, but I would. I'd put that helmet on my desk tomorrow. Can we get Lindsay to get us some? Right, like the old Scott Van Pelt style, where you used to have all that. Can't you get Lindsay to at least do pull some strings for? As she's a Va Tech student doing her thing. Uh, Lindsay was at the pinstripe bowl. She was there because it was just her birthday. Like so, she just turned 21. So I spoke to Lindsay for about 10 minutes today. You could have told Lindsay to tie her shoe yesterday, and it wouldn't happen. She celebrated like a real, you know, somebody who's who's excited to go back to school, and her school came to her on her twenty first birthday. If you if you expected anything more than, hey, Lindsay, send a selfie. Ah, you were gonna. It wasn't gonna. It wasn't gonna happen. It just wasn't. You 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 were you were barking up the wrong tree, my friend. Uh, we are we are we're doing it a little, little bad guys action. Actually, you know what? Um, I want to tell you real quick how miserable I've been all day. I did not sleep at all last night. Ooh. I've been so because it's just like I'm trying to get everything done today, so I don't have to work tomorrow. And I mission accomplished, but I didn't sleep at all. And it wasn't because of the Integrated Sleep Center in Boston Spa with Dr. Fred Dreer. They that the mouthpiece is still working great. Everything's perfect. Um, excited. Actually, going to go to um, to a friend's house for beverages. Tomorrow, guys, you know this. There's no way on God's green earth I would have stayed over anybody else's house before I had my mouthpiece because the structural right. damage that my snoring can do to a house is is just inappropriate at best. So 518-885-6185, you know, is that a thing you go through when you're getting ready to, you know, go visit friends or go on a trip and you're like, crap, I got to spend an extra $200 because I got to have my own room so that I don't have to listen to people hear me snore. The mouthpiece changes all that. 
518-885-6185, Dr. Fred Dreher, Integrative Sleep Center in Boston Spa. Snoring's under control. Sleep apnea's under control. Living the dream. Excited to go to bed tonight, get some good sleep. Excited to go over to my friend's house, Boston Dan. I'm going to go party with Boston Dan. Uh, get ready to watch Buffalo win two more. So he has to take me to Yankee Stadium. Um, very, very excited. And I'm, I'm not nearly as nervous or as, uh, as like just afraid I'm going to snore and, and wake up the neighbors because of the Integrative Sleep Center. In Boston Spot with Dr. Fred Dreher, 518-885-6185. They'll help me sleep better. They'll help you sleep better, too. Camel, get out of there. there you, go. you and um, Boston Dan together on a New Year's Eve, I would feel bad for the alcoholic beverages. They're going to lose that um, battle tomorrow. It's, this is the, this, it became – it's like in the very beginning of all this, we started doing this, right? So it's like it's him, myself, you know, Boston Danielle, now, now Boston Kana, um, Flounder, some other people find their way in. And it's a blast. The funniest part of it is anybody who knows Dan knows that Dan enjoys a beverage as much, if not more than anyone, but Dan around his wife, he, he, it's not, it's not hemp pack. It's not whipped. It's none of those things. He attempts to respect her and not get absolutely shit face drunk like that. The thing is he forgets that's the goal. So the second she leaves the room, He's keying beers and we're shotgunning. Like, like, like I'm not even and, and he's like he's like a he's like a shotgun prep ninja. Cause he just you don't even see it coming. I don't all you like all you she goes, hey, I'll be right back. You guys want anything from the other room? And then all of a sudden I hear pop pop. Here, go quick before she comes back in. And then she comes in and she's like, I don't, I don't care. It's New Year's Eve. Drink all you want. And he's like, he I think he just I think he likes the adrenaline of doing something he's not supposed to do. You know what I mean? Like, I think that's exactly what it yes. is. But it is, yeah, it's, I have, what, this will be year number three, I think we've done this. And I have, I don't think I've done anything constructive the next day ever. And I don't intend to this year either. So we'll see how that goes. Well, the positive, at least for this year's New Year's Eve, for you, you'll be doing so many constructive things on the New Year's Eve because your yeah. Michigan Wolverines, if you're listening on our audio site, you're missing a Levesque with the backwards Michigan hat. Michigan gets Georgia, Bama, Cincinnati. LeVac, all week I've been calling this, I hope some people still get this reference, the Andre Agassi playoff. And what I mean Andre by that is Agassi image, playoff? That's right. Andre Agassi, because he had the famous quote, image is everything. Like if, if Michigan wins, don't we think completely different about the program and Harbaugh and everything else? If Cincinnati wins, don't we reevaluate oh all these underdogs in Power 5? And if Alabama and Georgia smoke them, we're just like, it's right. the SEC and everybody else. It doesn't it feel like an image is everything playoff coming up on New Year's Eve? It, and it, it does. And it's funny. So, like, 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 let's walk it from, you know, least changing outcome to most changing outcome. Like you said, if, if Bama and Georgia go, it's like, oh, well, exactly what we all thought was going to happen, happened. You know, like, oh, big deal. Um, but, like, realizing, like, how powerful the Big Ten always was. And, and I think the Big Ten, uh, this is going to – it's at the Jeff Levac, friggin' losers. The Big Ten was better than the SEC top to bottom this year. Top to bottom this year it was. There was better teams in the SEC, but the Big Ten was the better conference this year. And I think you're seeing it in these bowl games. Um, so it, it should be a little more shocking if it goes down that way, but but it won't be. The next one you bring up, like I said, if Michigan beats Georgia, Georgia's been this powerhouse team all year. Michigan and Georgia are basically the same team, or at least they do the same thing, right? So you, each team has the dominant upfront guy. You know, Michigan is 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 Hutch. You know, he's got he's that end who's gonna who's gonna destroy things. 
And then there's big old 99. I think his name is, uh, is, is, is Andre the Giant. He plays in the middle of the line for, for, for Georgia. Right. Yeah, and, and they both like to run the ball. Somehow they both put up 30-plus points a game, yet don't throw the ball. You know, it's, they're, they're very similar teams. So, you know, with styles make fights. This is going to be very – I'm very curious to see how this comes together. All right. Hold on one second. I'm going to get the dog a chew toy so he stops eating the freaking molding. What are you doing? <laughs> While Why you're are doing that, the by the way, a perfect time. If you've ever missed the episode of Getting There with Gaz with MLB broadcaster Kevin Brown, this happened during the episode. So I'm not cutting this out. This is – we can, like, mash it together <laughs> of Kevin Brown and Levesque doing the same thing with the uh, yeah. dog yeah. and cat. Yeah. I think it might have been on Kevin's too. Uh, to Georgia like and Michigan first. That's right. For Georgia, Michigan first. What's going to be the quarterback situation at Georgia? Like, you can't go this deep into the season and wonder still who the hell's your best quarterback on the roster. Advantage Michigan with Hutch and the defense and everything else. I so badly, I'm Yes, I'm, I'm rooting. My heart is for Michigan-Cincinnati. I would love to see those two teams yeah. be the teams to play for the national championship. You mentioned McNamara. That's the key. Like all, all year, all Can he throw season, enough? it's all been like, yes, that's exactly right. That that offense, we kind of wondered, like, look, he doesn't have to be Chad Henney, Mike Hart, all the legendary players of the last 20 to 30 years that held Drew Henson, Tom Brady, you get the name, Braylon Edwards, you get it. Like, he doesn't have to right. be those guys. He just got to not lose the game for Michigan. He's been able to do that. And that's Sorry, the most fun part about I it just, was. I hate, you can't lose Elvis. Elvis that's right. That's my defense. <laughs> Was the, was the Alabama game just a fluke for Georgia and they had one bad game or have they been overrated the entire season? That's what we're going to find out in Michigan-Georgia, and I hope it's a great game. And we flip it over to Alabama and Cincinnati. I hope it's not. Cincinnati changes everything. I hope. If Cincinnati wins this yes. game, what do they say? It's another three to four years before they even consider expanding the playoffs? If Cincinnati mm-hmm. wins this game, you've got to fast-track that because now it's real. The other five is real. So they've got to have two to three, four or five teams that have to be available. Like you have to put them in if they beat Bama of all teams. So they could change everything. And I'm I'm rooting for them for like two reasons. Uh, I'm, I'm sick of Saban always looking like he smells a fart. Like smile, what the hell's wrong with you? Um, <laughs> but but like, I like, I want the bigger playoff. Like I think we're finally with the transfer portal and all that other stuff. We're no longer pretending that, that, that student is actually attached to the athlete anymore. Like we're not, well, if we play the whole playoffs, well, they won't be able to do their studies. Yeah. Well, Gaza's going to do them for him anyway. Don't worry. It's going to be fine. So <laughs> like, nice. let's just get, let's get the playoff going. You know, let's just, let's, let's kick it up a notch. Cincinnati again, they're in handle business. I don't think Here's what I to. don't want. No. <laughs> and I don't either. Like my heart tells me to root for Cincinnati and want Cincinnati to win. And I want Bama to get beat, but here's what I don't want to have happen. I don't want it to be a close game to the fourth quarter. Like, Cincinnati's right there. Maybe at one point to even get a lead, like they're within seven the whole time. And then the fourth quarter hits and they, I don't know, just turn over the football with like 10 minutes to go. And then Bama runs down and puts in 14 there. And then Cincinnati gets bold on a fourth down. So like basically the final score has it like Bama by three touchdowns when the game right. was never like that. Cause that's the worst right. case scenario where Cincinnati would actually be competitive, but history would tell us it wasn't competitive. One of my favorite stats about the college football semifinals is that, even though people like you and I love the playoff, we think it's better for the sport. Since it launched in 2014, and it's January, so I think that's right, January 1st, 2014, the semifinals margin of victory has been three touchdowns. So, like, besides that Georgia-Oklahoma – yeah. Besides that Georgia-Oklahoma yeah. yeah. Georgia, game at the Rose Bowl, there's never really been any close games 
And I don't want that to happen. Like, I want some Cinderella, some upset, something juicy out of these games. Well, it's it's remember, too, we, we still don't know who's really going to play. Like, you're talking about who's the quarterback for Georgia. I mean, there's rumors that this player didn't travel, that this one's sick, that that one might be, and this and this. So we, we really don't know what's going to happen. But if there was ever a time that Cincinnati was at least, like, given a little bit of, like, a little help, you know, your corner, you got two great corners. Yeah, Kobe Bryant, very, you know, he's, he's the Mamba. Um, and then, you know, Bama's losing their receiver. Like, stuff like that. It's, it's, it's actually slotted slightly towards them. Like, as, as much as you can without just openly making it unfair, it's slotting in Cincinnati's direction. But Nick Saban's just going to outgame playing. I, I actually kind of feel like they're going to slowly tick away. Like, I don't think it's going to be a blast at the end. I think it's going to be like, you know, they'll get up like two touchdowns, Cincinnati will come back one, 10 points, whatever. And then just Bama will just start grinding them into the ground until it's over. That's what it just it just feels like that. Yeah, and that's that's the problem. Like my dream. Uh, here's what I hope. I hope I have a few Chardonnays tomorrow. And my dream is that all of a sudden Chard- Cincinnati gets Chardonnay Bama. Chardonnay's a thing for you now. <laughs> like Mr. Hurley on Big Daddy. I had a few Chardonnays. What of it? Uh, <laughs> Do you really like, drink Chardonnay? Like, no, of course not. I don't. Know, I got I don't know. some booze in this house. I got a lot of friends who drink wine now. I, I'm just, I really, the weirdest thing that you could have, like, like I could find out about you is that you're drinking Chardonnay now. No, it sounds on brand for you. Like you went home, one of your buddies hey, works this... for a winery now, and now you're drinking like, and it's like, they make their own. So it's in some cheap frigging like reusable bottle. It's in like, it's in a used OJ bottle. They made their own Chardonnay. Yeah. Hey, <laughs> What I hope what I hope to happen is that Cincinnati wins, shocks the world, and it's like 1030, because you know these bowl games are both gonna go four hours. It's slotted for that. That you're a few deep and Michigan's smack in Georgia, and then you somehow three-way call our pal Chad from the hideaway in on the call. And Chad's probably like really busy at the hideaway on New Year's Eve. We're going to the title game, Chad. Like that's what I want. <laughs> that's my dream is Cincinnati, Michigan. But if I was forced to put money on like who's gonna actually win these games. I would pick Bama and Georgia, and that hurts me. I would say Michigan is more likely to cover. I would say if I had to do spreads, I'd go Bama and Michigan. I badly yeah. want to see Cincinnati and Michigan win. If I get one of those two teams at the title game, that's cool too, but I'm probably going to go with chalk, and I don't like that at all. I've reached this level of um, abuse fandom. Like, that's the only thing I can think of it. Like, I believed the Raiders could win last week, but I was like, that's just me because I'm a homer. Like, that's just – like, I believe Michigan can win this game against Georgia. I think if everybody plays to the back of their football card, Georgia wins that game. They're just – because because that defense is – as good as Michigan's defense is, as good as Michigan's offensive line is, awarded the top offensive line in college football, BT-dub, um, Georgia's just they, – they've got that physicality to them. So, unless – what is it? What is it, SEC East? Unless that's as, as yep. bad as it looks – and they just look great because they're steamrolling teams that aren't as good as them. They should be able to beat Michigan, but you know, Michigan, Ohio State is is a really really good team. Like, I mean, really really good. Maybe not the best Ohio State team we've seen in the last five to ten years, but if they're in this playoff, they've got to be one of the favorites to win the thing. And Michigan handled them. They just handled them. So, I think what it's going to come down to for Michigan, don't be stupid. You know, don't – how many times do you flex Cade McNamara out 
into the slot or the far wide receiver or something like that? How many times do you, you know, is McCaffrey in there? All these stupid things. Info, impose, impose your will, push around, run the football, don't give up on your game plan. You know, if you're going to make 20 throws instead of 17 throws, 23 instead of, of 18 or whatever it is, fine. Don't get cute. Because you get you get cute and you're gonna get you're gonna get pushed all over the damn field, so that I I think Michigan will, I, yeah spread Michigan win outright. Whew. What is it plus two forty? Yeah. I'm not telling I won't have twenty bucks on it over at Rivers. I'm just saying I don't feel that good about it coming home to me. You know, <laughs> if if I felt great about betting on two bowl games for the rest of this, I have two bowl games I love too. Okay, I love. Notre Dame against Oklahoma State. That whole Marcus Freeman thing, and like they're going to run through a wall for this guy. And Oklahoma State had some lucky breaks this season. And Gundy's mullet has probably been burning out there, like in the Fiesta Bowl. Someone's got to check on it. Notre Dame is going to smack Oklahoma State. I cannot believe that's only a minus two line for the Fighting Irish. Yep. And the other game I love, our guy Trout, the second highway reference he got on here. Uh, Trout, Ohio State was my preseason pick to win the national championship. So I was rooting for your Buckeyes this season. Those two wide receivers are gone, and as wild as it sounds, the Rose Bowl feels like a disappointment for them. Remember, Utah went out a few years ago and beat Alabama in the Sugar Bowl. It's a huge deal that Utah is playing in the Rose Bowl for that school. Utah yep. not only covers against Ohio State, I would bet money line Utah in the Rose Bowl. Those are my two favorite plays of the rest of the bowl games this year. Okay, so we did not discuss this before. Um. My plays that I have in front of me, I have uh, have Bama over Cincinnati. Where am I? Bama over Cincinnati, Michigan to cover. Notre Dame is my favorite play of all, and I have Ohio State beating Utah. Whoa! I, but those that's but like Notre Dame is my favorite play. I think I think it's one of those situations where you have the guy you you have your coach get hired as a player. You saw how pumped up they were. I think they come out like they come out inspired and they, they want to make him look good. Whatever I'm up in college football will go on to Notre Dame minus two. Because You're I just, even more I think confident than me. I think Notre Dame minus two might be the best, the best bull play of the year. And if it loses, well, it's money I'm up. So. That response. That <laughs> That's response. right. Back to even if anything. We mentioned the hideaway twice. Now I feel like this is a perfect time to talk about our friend Jared Lozier. North By the way, that's Detroit. where I got these Happy. gears from was the hideaway. <laughs> Look at that. Jared Lozier. You might see Jared hanging out at the hideaway. Jared is our guy from Northeastern Insurance. Oh. If you're looking to make changes for 2022, you might have this coming up on New Year's Eve or New Year's Day where you're thinking about, okay, where can I save some money? Have somebody shop the market for you for your insurance, whether it's your car, your home, the things that are most important to you. Do you know how the prices are changing or where you can save some cash? Jared does that for you. Email him today, J-A-R-E-D-L at N-E-Mail.com. Again, our guy, Jared Lozier. Put in it, save me money, Jared. Whatever. I'm dying to see some of the most creative email titles and Jared just sent them to me. J-A-R-E-D-L at N-E-Mail.com. Or you can call him. How great would it be on New Year's Day at midnight? Your first call is to Jared Lozier. Do that. Please. I want Jared to tell me. I was celebrating New Year's Day, and all of a sudden I got a call from the Levac and God show for somebody who wanted to save insurance. That is a thank you, Jared. 518-956-3753. 518-956-3753.
3753. Call him at midnight on New Year's Day. Tell him you want to save money. Jared Lozier. He likes that. Eastern he Jones. likes that. And he um he's he's kind of a tequila pusher for us. So that's why like when you said you see him at the hideaway, I went, oh, because he'll just like grandfather clock. I got I can't figure out what the like he'll just like look behind the bar and just start like literally That's like right. just like like hey and then and then and then for whatever reason I'm just powerless to say no to it. Oh yeah, love it. please give me more tequila. That's what I need. Cause will drive me home. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, Jared. So it's funny because I found this like stupid um, ADHD thing. And it was it was funny because and you know guys and so, whoever listens close enough knows like I'm medicated for ADHD, um, and it's like it's this pie chart about how it goes, and then it's a second like really detailed pie chart. So I'm looking at it, and then I go to go to the second pie chart. I'm like, yeah, that, that's probably all accurate. And I skip to the next one, and the next the last thing was, and if you really have ADHD, you read almost none of the second pie chart because it's just too many words, and you moved on. And I was like, <laughs> that's awesome. That's me. Let's go get it done. So I was like, I was just, and he goes, oh, you know, you're attacking me. I'm like, I attack you with golf clubs, Jared. That's what I do. So mm-hmm. insure yourself, my friend. Insure yourself. Uh, happy New Year, guys. Jared. Yeah, happy New Year, you big freak. Um, weird, weird couple days. Uh, you know, it was. It's 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 interesting to me because, like, obviously. You were at that point in the year, towards the end of the year, where you start to remember the celebrities you lost, right? So I was listening to a tribute about Norm Macdonald. Um, I know we just lost the uh, the former Speaker of the House, um, you know, one of the ESPN guys. But John Madden, 85 years old, unexpectedly John Madden passes away. And, I, I mean, you – just full disclosure, and if 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 somebody didn't think of it exactly this way, I apologize to you. Did it, I'm, am I the only one? Went, he's 85 and he left the public eye like a year, a couple years ago. How is it unexpected? Like I'm not like I'm not trying to be a jerk. Thank like, you. Okay, all right, fact, good, good. Thank you. Like there's a there's a picture out there with him and Ronnie Lott that surfaced like two years ago, and I was like, was I the only one who thought he was in rough shape? Like they made a documentary about men, and that was going to come out on Christmas time. I'm like. Look, I'm not the right. Grim Reaper, but I, I I thought we all knew this was the coming. I, I was stunned that people were calling it unexpected. I'm, I'm with 100% with you on that. Well, even when – when think about it, like the the last couple Raiders coaches hires, right? So Gruden and then, you know, before that, whatever. He was always involved in the hire. Mark Davis would go to, to Madden and he would he would consult Madden and, and they put together a group that would help them make the hire. To a guy like Madden. So well spoken, so loved for him to do that behind the scenes, but then never be in the public eye as part of it. Like if I'm Mark Davis, to be perfectly honest with you, and I know like Mark Davis isn't worried about saving face because if he was, he'd have he wouldn't have bags. Um, I I would I would be like John, help me, like not not help me hire, but at this point, come out and and tell everybody that I made good decisions that just didn't work out. Because if, if if Madden says it, you're still gonna get you're still gonna run by the by the Twitter terrorists. But like if Madden comes out and says he made a good decision, it just didn't work out. I think a lot of people go like at least Raider Nation goes okay, all right, okay. The fact that that never happened made me worry about Madden. I've been worried about Madden for a while. 
Yeah, it's an old wrestling term, right? Put him over. You know, have a guy yeah, who's been a veteran yes. for a while, see how good this guy next is. Yeah, yeah. I love the I'm a big Conan fan, as people know. Like Conan's show sucked until David Letterman came on and said, Hey, this guy's not so bad and almost put right. him over and right. changed his whole career. Yeah. Right. And so, you know, that that was the thing that caught me off guard in the beginning, but just just seeing it, uh, it sucks because you gotta realize like like I'm a Raiders fan. Anybody doesn't know why I'm a Raiders fan, it's it's more about my dad. My dad, like never had a favorite football team. And that's like, love football, but you didn't have a favorite football team. The first time he ever actually told me who he wanted to win a game was Raiders Eagles Super Bowl. And he's like, I'd like to see the Raiders win. You know, they're a wild card. They're an older team. This, that, and the other thing. So I became a Raiders fan that day. But now think about it, right? They win in 76. They win their first Super Bowl. Madden's the head coach. That's the year I was born. You know what I mean? So like, like retrospectively, I honestly, you know, I don't recall it. I was a, I was a twinkle in my father's eye at that point, but like when you look back at it retrospectively, like your favorite team wins the year of your birth, that's the guy that's, and then you don't even realize that, but every Sunday you're watching the biggest game of the week with your, with your dad and your friends, and he's the guy talking. And then your dad says, that's the guy who took your team to the Super Bowl the first time. And it's like, well, first two times, one, the second one, um, all these things, you know what I mean? So it's like that. And then the video game. I don't think my brain was not wired to truly understand passing routes, combination routes, uh, play action, any of those things until I played Madden. Like I knew I could, I like a gap, B gap. Sure. Got you all day. Anyway, go run that way. Gosh. Yeah. Go down, go down to the lamppost, turn around, come back. Hey, I'm in. All right. Slant, skinny post, this, that hook. hook uh, Ox, you know what I mean? Like, like I right. hit stick. I it changed. He through the video game, through coaching, all of that. TV. He taught more people about football than anyone else ever. And I don't know if there's gonna be somebody like him in the future, like we saw John Madden. Because look, we've heard this almost like a cliche at this point, especially for you and I who've come through radio and heard this old expression. Like we grew up with them in our living room. That's an old expression yeah. of when they, like the 30s and 40s, when people would have a radio in their living room, they'd turn it on, they'd all sit by, ah, who is that? Right, is that Vince right. Scully? Who is that? Right. Well, plus like, you only had, well, you only had the one option. Yes. It, so was, like, it when, wasn't like now where we can watch 16 different, you know, games. Right. But like the thing with Madden is he's the closest or was that because it was that triple combination of a coach for a team that people loved in the Raiders. The broadcaster and his style of broadcaster, I used to laugh and be like, how is he allowed to make noises? Mm, ah, bang, boom, ah, like boom. just grunting, like yeah, like Come one of your uncles are right. Like one of your uncles or dad just grunting during the game and getting frustrated and playing with markers <laughs> and stuff. And then the actual Madden video game, where there are yeah. some people, and it's not even a disc to them, there are some people who probably had zero clue yeah. about anything else about John Madden except hey, that guy's names on the video game oh when i hit ask madden that's that guy okay that's amazing i yeah. think you have an impact on that level truly in people's lives in three different ways and there's few if any people in my lifetime that I can say really had that impact how about how about this he was only a head coach in the nfl for 10 years that's it like people don't, you know, how much he accomplished like one of, i believe he still has the best winning percentage and all those other things like even better than belichick's if he, if he does like it's it, 10 years like when you talk about him, you think it was like 20 years of that, 20 years of TV, 20 years of, but no. And I saw the, um, 
that turd, Bryce, point out that uh, Madden was an Eagles draft pick. 23rd round of the draft. He was was. a draft pick. Yeah. But, uh, you know, listen, the the Eagles are a terrible thing. They're a blight on the face of all sports. And uh, you trying trying to make Madden an Eagle for being on the practice squad for 15 seconds. It's kind of bullshit. I'm just putting it out there, Bryce. So, Bryce it's is, as Bryce, short as you are, that argument. Bryce would like to be referred to as the Godzilla Media Fantasy Football Champion, Bryce Zelensky. I mean, yeah, and I'd like to have six supermodels sitting in the other room right now. It ain't going to fucking happen. Whatever. <laughs> John Madden is a legend, man. He is Absolutely. the best. Absolutely. So cool. I was shook. I was shook. I, I was texting you and, and even Boston yeah. Dan. And it, it's weird, these guys that I've never been in a room with. I've never been in a room with John Madden. One of my regrets, like, I mean, we never found a way to get there. Like, you know, you were able to get me on the phone with Tim Brown once. You know, you tried to get me on the phone with Rich Gannon. I've been able to shake Rich Gannon's hand once, you know, like stuff like that. Like these these guys, like I'm Howie Long, Mike Golick, Bob Golick, like all these great people. Never got in a room with John Madden. And it, it hit me. Like I think there's people that I'm actually like, like closely aligned with in real life who have passed away in the last couple of years. That didn't hit me nearly as hard as a guy that I never even I was I never shared. I don't know if I've ever been in a room that he was in previously. <laughs> you know what I mean? And it, it it shook me. It took me a couple of days to work through it. Um, I just gotta put this one thing out there. So, as the team president of the Albany Empire, I asked my new head of media relations, uh, Jamie Hensel to put out like, hey, the empire remembers and appreciates because football, you know, football and football. Some jackass, yeah, big arena game player, but like, it's like, dude, seriously, like the this hell? is this is the hill you want to die on? Because I'll push you down it if you really want. <laughs> I'll push you right down that hill if you want. Come on, I mean, it's. So I hate the Twitter terrorists. I hate the the Facebook fascists, the Twitter terrorists, the snap face morons. I hate them. Oh, well, I gotta hate them. Let's do something that's gonna make you excited, then, Levac, because you are playing in a fantasy football championship this week, and and you had a question for me, and I see a banner, nice, nice two. two. I see two. Two thousand twenty-two resolution five, five, two championship. Five leagues. Five leagues. Five leagues. Missed the playoff in three. Championship game two. I'm bitter. Championship game. Championship game two. I'm bitter because um, I lost in the semis in two leagues. Before you tell us though, I want to tell you about Mohawk Honda, Levac. Two thousand twenty-two. Cam McKenna, I texted him. He told me, guys, the ride is coming. 2022, you're going to be driving oh, around really? the capital region with a new vehicle. And guess what? You can do the same for yourself if you head over to Mohawk Honda in Glenville, New York. Maybe you got some time coming up here. Maybe you're one of those people that cannot save their vacation time. You're going to spend it that first week of January. If you are, drive out to Glenville. Talk to our friend Greg Johnson, Lindsey Herndon. Cam McKenna, Brian McKenna. I love Lindsay. Lindsay's one of my favorite crew. people on the planet. Yes, Lindsay might have saved the broadcast. She did. Straight Super she Bowl saved, style. She saved it all. Dressed like Catwoman, getting getting ish done. Inventory is there if you're waiting for a vehicle, you have a style you want, something that fits your lifestyle, your budget. The crew at Mohawk Honda wants to work with you. Make sure you follow them on social media as well to find out about all the great things that are on the way in 2022. And if your vehicle is right there waiting for you, we already know it is. Mohawk Honda, where they always go out of their way to please you. And don't forget, check out GodzillaMedia.com, where you can find out where Levac and I, in 2022, and when, we'll be broadcasting live for Mohawk Honda again. So as I try to get two more championships. <coughs> um, all right. I got. I, I need you – uh, you're, you're the fantasy guy, right? We Even talk though, fantasy, a part of Godzilla Media. Download, how, subscribe, how many, rate, review. 
How many um how many championship games are you in this year? Again, I lost in the semis twice. Uh, how many leagues were you in this year? I, in all sincerity, not even. I was in four leagues. Okay, so four I was in leagues. five. I was in five. I'm still alive in two. Um, so I'm better than you. Um, <laughs> all right. Is this fair play fantasy faux pas, right? So I'm in, I'm in two championship games. In both those leagues, I scooped up. Uh, there, Ogumbola, Ogumbola, whatever the hell, the running back for Jacksonville. Yeah. Because Robinson's hurt. I do not need him. He will not play for me. He will sit on my bench. But at least one of the other teams had Robinson. So I scooped him so they couldn't have him. I have picked him up because he's a better option for both teams than what they have. But I will not use him. I'm playing defense on the roster. Fair play, faux pas. 100% fair play. That's the part of this whole fantasy football thing. Now, it would have been foul or faux pas if you were eliminated. Like, if you weren't playing, yeah, okay, like, okay. you were knocked out and you did that, that would have been awful. That would have been not cool if you did that. Uh, that's why rosters usually lock, but some leagues don't lock their rosters. Uh, I think it's totally fair. Here's what I thought you were going to ask. See, halfway through that question, I thought you were going to change it. So, yes, you were in the clear. That's called winning a championship. If someone's complaining about that, tell them to shut it and shove it. I would, say, I would say this is more questionable. And we actually had this as a the conclusion of the We Talk Fantasy Johnstone Supply and Troy Mailbag question this week. We asked, okay, Levac, let's say um, you're up by like two points, okay, going to Monday night. We're just going to use an example, right? Let's say you're up by two and you've got Najee Harris as the running back for the Steelers, yeah, okay? Right. And you say, you know what? I'm benching him. There's a chance Najee gets me negative points here and I could lose the title game because he gets me a negative two and gets hurt. I'm not going to even play a running back. That oh, is just... a little, yeah, that's a little bit more iffy. Like, let's say you had the Steelers defense and you're up one and no stat corrections coming. You sit the defense saying, I'm not getting negative points. I'm just benching them. That's a little bit more faux pas. That's okay. a good strategy, but. I probably would do it. I'd probably bench him too, but I don't love that idea. Yeah. So if you're in a championship and you bench somebody on Monday night, I mean, you're going to win. You're going to win. I don't love it, but I probably would. You ready, you ready for yet another hideaway reference on, on Levac and Gaz today? So yes. one of the ones I'm in is our guy, Tim, over the Highways League. Two weeks ago, I need, a, I need a wide receiver because I got COVID issues on my team. I look, somebody had released – Antonio Brown. So guess who my flex receiver is now? Uh, Antonio Brown. <laughs> You're damn right. You're damn right he is. So so my I went from <laughs> I went I went from a um this is my wide receiver core. Just want to put this out there. It's how championships are made. Stephon Diggs, Jamar Chase, Antonio Brown will play in this game. On my on my bench is Brandon Cooks. Jarvis Landry, Jacoby Myers, and Amon Ra St. Brown. The hell? And, and by the way, um, I got to take him off the IR, but uh, MVS. I got, I, I, I'm, and, and like, I just, oh, I've been, I've been a waiver wire freak. I, I drafted very well in this league. Um, my running backs, you know, Zeke Elliott, Josh Jacobs, you know, guys like that, you know, nobody, nobody, nobody big, nobody special. Just getting things done. Those guys Just getting are, things done. Man, They're pretty good. Squad. 
And the uh, the name of the team is Every Kill Thing She Does Is Magic because my my tight end is Kittle. So back. If Stafford doesn't screw the pooch, I got Derek Carr on the bench. I can't decide. Because of because of Madden, I'm tempted to play Carr. Silver and black love. But I'm also very afraid because I, I Stafford was supposed to be my, my MVP this year. So that, that's my other question for you. Hey, uh, LeVac, uh, my name is Jeff. I live in Latham. Uh, guys, I got a start-sit question for you. Uh, Matthew Stafford or Derek Carr? I'm not going to answer that right now because I want to keep my Stafford answer for our NFL picks because that Stafford game involves one of my locks for the week for week 17. So you're going to have to fast forward through the podcast if you want your answer, even though you're co-hosting with me. You're a selfish shit, aren't you? That's I was trying to set my lineup while we were talking. I felt like it would be better. (laughs) There's so many stories I can't, like I can't tell right now because of like just weird little things that are going on in my life. Um, But like three or so months from now, I will tell you why it's hysterical. Half the things I'm going to win. There's like, there's like, it's like soap opera esque. The things that I'm doing in the world of fantasy right now. I am, I am a, I am a trash talking, stat walking, son of a gun. It is, whoo! It is. I'm. There's, there's people. There might be people outside my house after I win both these games. I'm just saying, and they better have checks. Better bring my damn money. Now, give me my money. Those 2022 teasers are so juicy. Oh, I like it. I, I can't, can't do it right now. Like, I want to. I hate, you know I hate doing that. I'd rather oh. just tell everybody everything right now. But in the interest of, of personal sanity and not being a total dickhead, I, I'm not going to tell you yet because I feel like I feel like if I did that, my my lovely friend Cindy Martin might be upset with me because she's such a good person. And I don't want to, you know, I don't. I couldn't live if Cindy was mad at me. You know Cindy, of course, my, my favorite realtor, you know, from the Jen Karam team. Over at Howard Hanna Realty, you know when you're one of Jen's people, you're one of her or Jen's people because Cindy's people. Like, I don't even know Jen. I assume Jen's amazing because Cindy's part of her team. Like, if you've got Cindy on your team, as as I do with the Empire and with my house advice, you're good. You're you're good. She goes above and beyond. She works locally and globally. She works with the best, you know, attorneys and everything. Just she's just awesome. Like she's got it all figured out for you. And she's just one of the nicest people on the planet. She goes out of her way all the time. Um, I'll get a call from her like 9, 10 o'clock at night. Hey, you know, your role at Tech East, can you help out one of my people? Absolutely, Cindy. Anything for you. Hey, you know, can we do this for somebody? Hey, can we do a fundraiser? Hey, she's always thinking she's always doing the right thing for people. She can be doing those right things for you. Cindy Martin, with everything going on in the world, I know people are like a little worried to show their houses and stuff like that. So if, if you really want to sell a house right now, this is the time because they know you're serious. And if somebody's out, they're super serious. So Cindy will do it safe. She'll take good care of you. Cynthia Martin at HowardHanna.com. That's her email. Give her a call. Here's your cell phone. Please don't call her right now. It's a little late. Uh, 518 or whenever you're listening. Uh, 932-5558. 518-932-5558. Maybe it's just a fact-finding mission. Maybe it's just like Cindy Levac says you're great. Says he had a conversation with me about when he would sell his house, if he should sell his house. What do you think? And she'll walk through the whole thing and she'll take good care of it. Cindy Martin, that's my person. That's my person. Don't call her. That's why I can't say mean things. That's right. Um, I mean, I mean, I might. I might. She would do it to me. Like, like seriously, like guys, if 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 you used her as your realtor when you bought your house and there was something wrong at like 2 a.m. and you called her for whatever reason, 
and she thought that I could help her through Tech East, she would 100% wake me up to help her people. She That's would do amazing. it. She would. She would. And and I can't even be mad at her for it because I know I know it's all from a good place. Like if you called me at 2 a.m., I I mean I don't know where you live. You never had me over, but I would try to go there and I would I'd punch you in the nose in the nose. 2022, you're coming over. There were three, at least three times this year that something was derailed. We had at least one show for sure that was going to be here, and another year passes, and you've still yet to set foot in here. And and it was like, how many times we do the Saturday show where I'd be like, oh, dude, I can come to your house. No, I'll come to yours. Well, no, dude, I'll come over to your house. I'm in your driveway. What? How the hell did you? (laughs) What are you doing? We would have been distracted by Peppa Pig and Bubble Guppies and. Now Rex's new slide that's set up. He's got a ball pit in here. Maybe that would be more exciting. People want to see a live cam of you and I trying to crawl through the ball pit and doing NFL picks next time. <laughs> I just the way your son looks at me, I think if I mess with any of his toys, he'd like pull out a Fisher Price knife and just and just take me out. Like a like one of Play Doh, one of those Play Doh knives. He'd be like, Yeah. It would be a thing. It would be bad. All of that gods did uh, yeah. So hopefully I hopefully I bring home some championships. How many championships are you gonna Big home this year? Zero. Zero. Is something wrong with their headphones? Zero. (laughs) Doesn't this say 2022 sports Uh, resolution? What else did you have to uh, tell me besides uh, my lack of fantasy uh, championships? uh, I see your ring. I see it. Prez. It says Prez. That's what it says. Um, All right. Sports resolution. I resolve to go to at least, at least three championship sporting events this year. Whoa! For 2022, I I resolve I'm gonna and I'm counting it like as a sports season. So like, we're going to the Super Bowl next year. We're doing it. Even if you screw it up again, I'll fix it this time. We're going to the Super Bowl. I feel like that was. Um, you know what? I'll just let that pass. <laughs> I had nothing I to do with COVID in California. You know what, Gavin Newsom? No, I'll back off. I I, I think I could have got us in there. Um, I, obviously, the NAL championship is a slam dunk for me. That's a touchdown waiting to happen. So there's two. Uh, I don't know. I want to get to the Big Ten championship if I can. I want. I'm gonna. I'm going to championship games. If you want to come with me, you can. Who's coming with me? Who's coming with me? I'm gonna go to at least three three championships. I mean, I also hope to go to the CAA championship game. You know what I'm saying? Hope to hope to follow. I was talking to Greg Gattuso just yesterday. Love Coach Gattuso. Congratulations on the extension, Coach. You deserve it. Can't wait to see what you do next. Um, but at least three, at least three championship games. And that could, like, I'm also counting like a UFC. Like if we get to a title for UFC, I'm going through three. So, so I, it, I like to um, just kind of pencil in like parentheses afterwards. Uh, three championship game appearances. Fuck you, COVID. That's what it, that's what it is. That's what it is. I like that resolution, especially the NAL one. Good goals to set when you win a championship in 2021. You're going to want to get back in 2022. Uh, I wish a March Madness regional would come back to Albany because we got screwed out of it in 2020 because of COVID. So, like, if we got to go to a regional, I know it's technically a regional championship pod. I want to see March Madness again. That would be cool. Yeah, yeah. Um, there was one that just jumped. Oh, uh, you mentioned the CAA championship. The MAC championship is in Atlantic yeah. City. That That's would be terrible. a cool trip. Like that would be something. And like I don't even yeah, like maybe. doing the like maybe's or stupid COVID, man. Like not to be selfish yeah. about it, but we can just be sports fans talking about. It. Like if that's not a factor in 2022, how much different all this stuff can be and the obstacles. Look, I'm not saying like oh the Levac and Gaz have it so bad with COVID they can't go to the games. Like, but that's our profession. That's our career. It alters everything we do when it comes to content production. No, another resolution. 
I'm not going to apologize for not giving a shit about the shit you give a shit about anymore. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm done with it. I'm done with it. That's a very but, good. That's a very good resolution. <laughs> well, because because here's the thing: like, it, there are there are people who are deathly afraid of Omicron, you know, bomb of whatever, whatever the next one's going to be. I'm not anymore. Like, I'm over. I want to go live. And if 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 the price of living is possibly dying, I can, I'm I'm gonna I'm 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 in. At this point, I'm in. Now I can be slightly more cavalier than some people. I, I have no elderly family members left. You know, little things like uh, smoking and drinking took them out. Uh, so you know, like like okay, this is what happened, right? I meet a friend for a cigar at a cigar lounge. Okay, they were freaking out about masks. Okay. The majority of the people who really suffer from COVID, it's a lung issue. It's pneumonia. It's this, that, yeah. You're smoking. You know, COVID might get you. Smoke is going to get you. Now I'm supposed to walk in and be like, oh, well, I'd like to be very discerning about what I fuck with my lungs over. Uh, please, if you don't mind. If it's not a nice Cohiba, I don't want it in my lungs. Please. If it's not a 10 to $25 stick, please, please walk away. Please. Can you offer more medical advice for me, doctor? Please. Yes. 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 Doctor. Doctor, could you can I can I get a drag off of that? It looks like a nice Cuban you've got there. Please tell me more about this, but I can't have my lungs. Like I'm not and again, I'm fat. You know what I mean? Like like if if we were going if Rivers would take odds on whatever we wanted, right? Like if there was just like some just some guy who sits in like a cage in the back, like in the window, there's hey, I want to bet on what's gonna kill me. Uh, let's see. All right. Uh, I'd say the favorite is obesity. You know what I mean? Like, it's not, like, like <laughs> how, what do you, what do you, you drink? Yeah, alcohol. That's probably, probably liver. I don't know. The smoke, you, uh, cigars on the weekends. Oh, all right. What? I'm going to put Coke before. <laughs> like, I'm gonna put Coke, plus 210, plus 270. Yeah. yeah, all right. Right. Nobody wants to kiss you. Nobody's dating you because you're fat and you smoke. So, whatever. And, it, you know, it's just cigars, but I, I, don't, I don't inhale. But, you know, oh, let me get this straight. So you're missing a tooth, you're fat, you smoke cigars, and you like to drink bourbon. Oh, well, it's COVID your problem. <laughs> I'm sorry, it's not for me. It's not. I made I made certain decisions in my life that I think are far riskier. Hell, I talk to you all the time. And that's like, look, that's the issue. That is actually might be the issue that you and I spend some time together. But uh, when it comes to like this sports talk and talking about the games yeah. and the matchups and the teams and the coaches and the strategies – like that's all and the fun of it, like that's where you and I and other people who do this for a profession, like that's our strengths. Having people try to figure out like, okay, what should be the right protocols right. and right. how long should quarantine right. be and how should like that's not us. Like, I, like remember how many times I would stop? Like remember the very beginning of all this when we're sitting there and every day, like actually, no, you don't because you weren't there, you prick. You left, you went on vacation. Um <laughs> but like when we started doing the show where it was like we did the no sports talk, sports talk show. And we would talk about it. I was like, listen, I'm not a doctor. I'm not a, I'm not a doctor. Like, if my theory on COVID pisses you off, good. <laughs> I don't know. Like, what, do what else do you want? Good. Like, like I'm, a, I'm in the opinion business. And if my opinion is not your opinion, good. Good. Don't talk to me. I would love that. I love less people around. I'm fine with it. Like, this, like, 
This is Gaza's business. I don't give a shit if it works or not. Like I don't. I'll, everybody go away. Hey, I don't care. No, what? no, 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 no. Just, just make sure you buy your tickets for April twenty third, and when the uh, when the Albany Empire season kicks off. That's that's all. You know, everything's fine after that. I'll edit all that out of the audio sound. I promise. <laughs> uh, let's talk NFL picks. Unless you've got anything else, yeah. like this is our final show of two thousand twenty one. I had a list of like top five sport. You know what? No credentials required. There you go, Gaza Lamedia. Nice job by those guys. Evan I, across the board. I'll plug those oh, guys. Those guys did those conversations. Oh, oh. Sean Martin, he's a Raider fan, LeVac. Oh. He texted you. He said he didn't get back to you, by the way. Oh. I know. I didn't get back to him. I didn't. Because he tried to sell me on something. It's like, like, like basically the equivalent of like, <laughs> hey, guys gave me your number. Awesome. What's going on, man? How you doing? You want to get a beer or something? No. Do you like Amway? Like, it was like, he's just trying to sell me on shit. I'm like, I don't. Like, I don't want to, I did not I did not solicit your solicitation. As a matter of fact, there's a sign on the front of the folly that says no soliciting. <laughs> and I was home, so I'm doing uh actually, you know what um true true story. There are um accusations in the world that I'm not the best at getting back to people when they text or call me. Now I have my reasons for a lot of them, but sometimes that reason is much as I go. I'll be talking to Gaza, and I'll look down, and I'll say, oh, somebody texted me. And then I'll go back, and I won't remember. Mo Ruffins, who is one of my favorite people on the planet, came to get his, his championship ring at my office. And he gets so mad if I don't answer the second he calls or I don't text him back within like an hour. Drives him insane. <laughs> now, guys, you know me long enough. If I know I can do something that easy that bothers you, what am I going to do? <laughs> that exact thing. <laughs> right. Even, even if you are a mountain of a man like Mo Ruffin. So he calls about the ring, and I let it ring like four times. I answer. And he go, and I go, I was, I was so close to not answering. He goes, I was going to come there. I was ready for you. I thought you were going to answer. Okay, so we have a joke. So my New Year's resolution for him is to reply to text messages in a timely fashion. And he goes, well, what about phone calls? I go, I need to save something for 2023. <laughs> 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 but like, but like, like there's like, there's mitigating circumstances for some of these uh, text messages that are out there. Like they're bullshit. Um, but like this, this like, but with Mo, I love, like it's my favorite thing. So now, so Mo's like, all right, I'm gonna text you. I go, and as, as, as of, you know, 1-1-22, I'll reply, or, or at least make a better effort. To reply you know but what? until then i'm not gonna reply <laughs> yeah in, in 2022 by the way too hopefully this january our pal former albany empire player colin taylor is going to hop on a getting there with gaz episode i want mo to announce he's unretiring again because he's he told won't. us multiple times he's retired he, i want to get it on record with a mic in front of him you know he jumped in yeah. one of our shows and did I, that's the back i'm telling you i'm going out to mo and getting him to do the full retirement another uh, albany empire player just retired on social media boom boom benson so yeah my guy benson i love i love boom boom um so the NAL rules have changed. There's no longer a cap. We can pay whatever we want. So, which is great for the players. So I asked Mo, need you to come back. I just think like and, and I don't do I don't do roster. Coach Manas and Coach Ware and Coach Johnson and, and Coach Richardson, they do roster. I don't do roster. But I can just imagine Mo would be the kind of guy who could play O line, who could play defensive end. You know, Iron Man football, that dude's built for it. Like, he's just built for it. And he said flat out he could do it. He's done it in the past. He's like, I 100% could do it. I go, let's do it. He goes, 
what's the number that makes you uncomfortable? I'm like, seven. He goes, well, I go, well, seven, eight, nine. And after he got done. <laughs> laughing on the floor over the. <laughs> <laughs> judging me. Um, he, he came up with this ungodly number. Like, like to play four months of football, he would make more than I'm going to make an entire year working four jobs. That is the only, he said, only way I'll come back. And I smiled at him and I went, you're only giving me that number. And he, before I could finish, he goes, because I know you can't do it. He doesn't want to play anymore. He doesn't want to. <laughs> if he right, wanted to right. play, he'd play, he'd play for, you know, whatever it would cost him to play. Um, he doesn't want to play anymore. Right, I tried. Well, I tried hard. I tried hard. Well, back. I will give him the Marshawn treatment. I'm going to hold off that interview until March before you guys kick off in April. Okay. So I'll give you the Marshawn. Right. Well, whatever. He didn't join until he, we were in, we were already in the season when he joined last year too. So, you know, if there was a way. And like, listen, Tommy Grady's retired. Tommy Grady and Mo are tight. And one of the reasons you got all those guys that come back is they love Tommy Grady. You know, so like if no Tommy, I don't think you get a Mo. You know, if that's you. Honestly, if you're going to do this right, you probably got to go get Tommy first. <laughs> you got to go find Tommy, which I, you know, he's in Arizona living a good life. But that's it. No, he's not coming back. Michael Boom Boom Benson, not coming back. Sorry. But it's also a different game now. It's Iron Man. They don't want to play Iron Man. I don't blame them. They don't have to. You do what you want to do. You live your life. Prediction. You asked me for a prediction at Mohawk Honda. I didn't have a great one for you. I've been watching what's been going on in the NFL. There's a new rule they're trying out. They're workshopping. So if you already have gotten rid of your coach, as of last week, you could start interviewing assistants. You know, to give permission, which is new. They always made you wait till after the season and everything. Jacksonville is interviewing everyone. Like, I think they interviewed you. Um, the Raiders have interviewed no one that I know of. The Raiders are going to hire Alabama offensive coordinator Bill O'Brien as their next head coach. Whoa! That's my. That's just. I started. Started workshopping it in my brain. Listen, Bill O'Brien, terrible GM. Maybe the worst GM there is. Great head coach. Great offensive line. Raiders. Why would you? Why would you let Jacksonville talk to Byron Leftwich, Todd Bowles, Kellen Moore, Dan Quinn, all these guys? And you're not, because you don't want them. You want a guy like Bill O'Brien, a Doug Peterson. But Bill O'Brien's my guy. I want Bill O'Brien to be the Raiders coach. I'm bummed you're saying Bill O'Brien. Even though I don't doubt any of the things or argue against the credentials you just laid out for Bill O'Brien there, I so badly want Rex Ryan as the coach of the Raiders. Oh, my God. That would be and, amazing. And, and not even just like, look, I know we've talked about what Rex Ryan is as a personality and how he actually makes our job easier because he just feeds us quotes and, and storylines right. and everything else. But from a Love football speed. standpoint, right, from a football standpoint, if you're a Raider fan like you are, don't you want a defensive mind to shut down Patrick Mahomes and Justin Herbert for the future? Like, if you've got to get a defensive mind in there and figure out, we're talking about Herbert and, Mahomes, Herbert and Mahomes in their prime. Like, they're going to get that in the AFC West. If you told me, I know everybody wants the young hotshot offensive coordinator, but it's going to be hard as hell to compete with Mahomes and Herbert. Give me Rex Ryan. And if Rex Ryan ends up winning the Raiders games like 21 to 20, or like 14 to 10, and he slowed down Mahomes and Herbert, he might be the guy. So I don't want to get off the Rex Ryan thing because I want him back in football so bad. I think the only way Rex Ryan works is if Rex Ryan brings your next coach with him. So if Rex Ryan is your head coach, it's almost like I, I honestly think Buck Showalter with the Mets. Like just seeing what we saw with the Yankees, Buck Showalter is a great 
culture, get everybody rowing the boat in the same direction, all that stuff. He's that guy. But then once you've got like legitimate stars, they're like, who the fuck is this guy? Like, I'm not going to like, I, fuck you. I'm not going to listen to you. So I think Rex will bring the passion and all that other stuff. But I don't know if he would ever be able to get the Raiders 100% past everybody else. Like he's an AFC championship coach. He's not a Super Bowl coach in my mind. I love Rex. I would take if, if he got hired tomorrow. I'm you know hell. I'll send him pictures of my feet. Like what I'm in. I'll, whatever <laughs> whatever he needs. But I think a guy like Bill O'Brien with the right defensive mind next to him could be could be special. But it also comes down to this: Are they going to keep Mike Mayock? Is there a GM out there that they want? Because he can't be GM too. Like that's watch a guy who you look at Bill O'Brien as a head coach. He had one and a half losing seasons. He went four and 12 one year with the Texans and then 0 and four before they fired him. Aside from that, every year was a winning year. Every year was a playoff year. Like he was, he's that damn good. The problem was he's as, you know, to use a parcelsism, as he's out there shopping for the groceries, instead of going, you know, to Trader Joe's and market 32, he's over there at Aldi's and, and, you know, trying to, trying to rob goodwill. You know, he's just, he just doesn't know how to shop for groceries for, for an NFL franchise. Give him a GM that's that, that will work with him. Like, like a Joe Douglas type. I just feel like, like Bill O'Brien starts trying to push Joe Douglas around and make a decision. Joe Douglas just chokes him. You just walk in the office and Joe Douglas has just got those big freaking mitts on him. That's right. Um, and may I think Mayak would, Mayak would hundred percent fight him. Mayak would poke him right in the eye. Uh, so uh, yeah, this, Oh, oh, really, Bill? What's this? Oh, yeah, like, um, I, I just something about how good he is. And then I was listening to a couple different, you know, college-oriented, you know, breakdown shows, and the amount of guys that I heard before this season started, before everything, Bill O'Brien, well, whatever, he's the next reclamation project, whatever. But then, like this week, it's like he's back. He doesn't have COVID. He doesn't have this. He's there to get this team headed in the right direction. It's like dudes like like Mark Davis, Mike Mayock, you know, may, maybe Shad Khan. I don't, I don't know. They hear that kind of stuff and they go, Wait, "He, he was good at that, right? Like he was good at putting the people where they belong." Hey, by the way, nobody knew about Deshaun Watson trying to get happy endings every fifteen minutes when he was his coach. You know, it was it was right. about touchdowns. So. I think I think he's going to be a head coach sooner than later, and that Alabama tie, you know, the, the, it, it it just it just speaks to me. Or this could be the case as well. The Raiders continue to be a very dysfunctional organization who are going to let everybody else get ahead of them, even though they had the advantage and were the first ones to fire their head coach and aren't going to get the right fucking guy because they're a piece of shit. Those are it's one of the two. I think it's one of the two. It's it's. <laughs> Balance the scale. We'll see. <laughs> I'm getting, I'm getting all my swearing in in this show, so I apologize in, in advance. Um, but yeah, that's I, I that's my prediction. I think Bill O'Brien's going to be next coach of the Raiders. How great! How great! If that happens, I expect some. I expect Roll some back accolades. the tape, chop yeah. it up here on YouTube, and then post want, it on one of those videos. Yeah, I want another ring that says "Levac predicted Raiders next head coach." That's what I put it. Put it on a banner. Hang it behind me on my curtain rod. Levac predicted next head coach of the Raiders. That's what I want. Right there in your um, background. All right. Right. And, and 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 it won't it won't be it won't it won't be Vrabel. It won't be any Tennessee Titan guys. I know that. It won't be. It just won't be. I'll take Vrabel. As long as he doesn't bring that turd Tannehill with him. That's all I want. Sorry, Tom. There? 
So yeah, sorry, Tom, over Johnstone Supply and Troy. See that? That's like a little cue in the business to do a live right, which we're going to do right now for Johnstone Supply and Troy. Shout out to George, big boss over there, and Tom and Kevin James, all those great guys who run Johnstone Supply and Troy. The end of the year is here, but you're still getting ready to make those changes for the winter months, 2022. You're about to take down those Christmas lights. Maybe you're about to hang something else up different, get a nice sturdy ladder. How about your furnace? Lebeck, what type of furnace do they want? They want, they want the John Goodman furnace. You know, it's, smack it's, that sticker right on yeah. the side of it with this big yeah. face from Cloverfield. Actually, he was the head of the AV, no, the uh, the the heating and air conditioning department and community. He ran the, he ran the sister school uh, and community for that's uh, right know, air conditioning and everything. Oh man, what a great <laughs> reference there, Levesque community. That's right, John Goodman. Yes. By the way, he'll do that. All right, you know what? What's what we're gonna do? Johnson Supply and Troy has not authorized this at all, but okay, ask them. Good. Call them 518-272-5922. 518-272-5922. Answer say, can you guys get John Goodman to install our furnace? That's what I heard from Levesque and Can guys. we get John Goodman to be there? Can we do a meet and greet with John Goodman at Johnson Supply? Can we do that? 2022 resolution. Tom, now is your challenge. You need to call yeah. John Goodman and we will do a broadcast with John Goodman. We won't cover any of his fees, obviously. Let's not, I mean, we don't we don't want to step on the toes of Johnson Supply and Troy, but the furnaces, no, the air filters, George all that stuff. Face. That's right. <laughs> no, Johnson Supply and Troy, 2022. <laughs> your spot, air filters. Furnaces, making sure your home is safe, the nests, and more. Johnstone Supply and Troy, Sixth Avenue. Stop in, say, "Where the hell is John Goodman?" And then walk out, and then maybe buy something else as well. Johnstone Supply, and, <laughs> and then walk up to Tom and go, "I also want to touch your mustache." <laughs> That's all I want. Someone to walk into Sixth Avenue, just touch his mustache, just go, and then leave. Uh... <laughs> and then, but, but lick your finger first. Uh-huh. Uh. <laughs> some people are watching this thing you never do this show again you two you two need to because you can imagine us if we were sitting next to each other we'd both be doing it you know it's better we're not together i'm just trying to think these these ipas are like eight so yeah these are both eight percenters that's that could be part of the problem <laughs> it could be part of it all right um, let's do a little nfl action let's I don't, do I don't want, we can't what? pick every game let's not pick every game okay it's weird but i have i have Five plays, okay. That I like. How many plays do you have? Um, five plays. I was in five fantasy football leagues. You only in four. I'm gonna win two. You're gonna win none. I would just like to point out we both went eight and six last week, which is very good. And uh, we're doing. I won a couple pickums, man. I won a couple of like pickem pools that I was in. So I don't know what I changed between getting like eleven right in each of the pickem pools. And then only getting eight right over here. <laughs> I don't know what I did. Uh, I have no idea either. Maybe some eight percenters yeah. it could have been. Yeah, it could, that doesn't it doesn't hurt I, nor help. I like two games a lot, but I'll give you five picks. I, I significantly like two more games than the other game. So I'm going to let you go first. I'm going to listen okay. to your thoughts and then potentially steal one of your picks. But I would like two games. <laughs> and I already hinted at one I like, so All I'll right. let you go first. So I have, I have four play. I have four against the spreads, and I have one teaser. I have a, I put together a fourteen teaser for this week. Um, I like Dallas minus six hosting the Arizona Cardinals. I think the Cardinals have 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 run their course. As bad as Mike McCarthy is, Dallas is that damn talented. Randy Gregory's getting his act together. Hopefully, he doesn't get caught smoking weed this week. But it's okay now. Go ahead, get crazy. Um, Dallas 
I think they win by 13, 14 points. I'll lay the six. No DeAndre Hopkins. No J.J. Watt. Kyler Murray short. Give me Dallas. I'll lay the six. You want me to keep going? I'll keep going. going. I want you to keep going because my my mind is starting to spin here, and I like this. All right. Um, Denver, Chargers, over 45 and a half. It's a weird one for me. It's kind of going against the way I really pick these things generally, and my TV's just blue, so I look like a Smurf. Um, (laughs) I generally – because I thought this would be a slightly higher game. I thought they would put this thing at about 47, 48. So 45 and a half, technically I would – my system would tell me to bet the under. But I think you are seeing the Chargers defense not playing quite as well as they were. Bosa's in and out. Derwin James is great, but he's been a little banged up. Uh, Herbert hasn't been fantastic, but I think he can score against a banged-up Denver defense. I think Denver can score against the Chargers defense. I think a game that should have been a defensive matchup, if everybody's healthy, will turn into an offensive shootout. Going over 45 and a half on that one. I love the Rams minus four and a half over the Ravens. Two of the teams I probably picked the most this year going against each other. Got to pick the one I believe is in the best shape at this exact moment in time. Rams minus four and a half. Baltimore, I don't know. Like, are you wearing purple? Are you playing for Baltimore this week? I don't know. I'm not. I just, I think, I think the Rams are starting to really just kind of funnel into the right direction. I think they're starting to get their act together. And by doing that, they go out, they hammer the Ravens. I think they'll start to become one of those teams that over the course of the next week, everybody's talking about them as the best team in the NFC, possibly in, in the in the league. You, you said something about Stafford earlier. You want to jump in now? Uh, yeah, you know, I want to do that. Yeah, the Ravens Rams stat right there that I got it at 46 and a half. The Ravens as a team this season, back to your fantasy question, have allowed the second most fantasy cool. football points to quarterbacks this season. So it. as All bad right. as Stafford was last week, it almost cost most fantasy managers a spot in the championship. Yeah. I would not I have been both. I, I, I was able to overcome that in both those games, but you know, whatever. Yeah. And like early in the season, people talked about Stafford potentially as the MVP of the league and how he was going to be so much better. He's had bad games at points for the Rams. I like the over 46 and a half. I don't care who's playing quarterback Ooh. for the Ravens, whether it's Huntley, whether it's Johnson, they both put up great stats. Or Lamar Jackson looked terrible, like practicing this week. So I like the over no matter what, 46 and a half. Love it. Uh, my favorite play of the week. Give me Joe Burrow. Give me Joe Burrow. The Cincinnati Bengals plus five points hosting Patty Mahomes and the Kansas City Chiefs. Bengals are going to win this game outright. I'll take the five points, though. Bengals beat the Chiefs. Give me the five. That's my favorite. Ooh. Bengals Wait a plus second. Five. Now, hang on a second. If, if Cincinnati beats Kansas City, yeah. are they the best team in the AFC? <sighs> no, I still think it's – man, it's getting closer. Yeah. I still think it's. I still think it's. I think it's Kansas City. Even it, it, still, I think. I still think it is Kansas City. Because remember, you're gonna have to go to Kansas City, and I like Buffalo. I really. The weird. You know what the weirdest thing about Buffalo is? They're going to end up hosting playoff games, and they may be worse suited to host games in their home stadium than like Tennessee and all these other teams to come to them. Because they're not a very good running team, because because they are more of a they're a little bit more of a finesse offense. So, but I still think I think Buffalo. You give me like in any given Sunday situation, and I think Buffalo can be just about anybody with the way Josh Allen's playing. I so badly, and I know you do too. 
Don't we want round three? Don't we want round three of Bills yeah. Patriots? If the Bills or it doesn't even matter, New England, whoever wins the AFC East, if they're the lowest ranked record-wise division winner and the best one is the opposite one, and we get them on a Saturday night or a Sunday night, I would love round three. Those games have been so good. Give me round three for Bills Pats. All right, so those are your plays. So yeah, I got a teaser as like, well if you want it. Oh, yeah, yeah. Toss that teaser in there. I'm going to go. It's a six-and-a-half-point teaser. I'm going to tease your Tampa Bay Buccaneers down to a touchdown over the Jets. I'm going to tease Buffalo down to an eight-point favorite over the Falcons. New England Patriots down to 10 over Jacksonville. And then I'm going to, I'm going to tease the Raiders up to 13-and-a-half points from the Colts. Ooh, okay. That's mine. That's a 14 teaser. I'll post uh, that somewhere. Yeah, uh, I like, like I said, the 46 and a half and over Rams, Ravens because of fantasy football. I love the other game I really love is the Patriots. I see it at 15 and a half against Jacksonville. Yeah. So you're telling me I get Bill Belichick against not only a rookie quarterback who has been horrendous, who's thrown one touchdown the last eight games. And I couldn't even tell you who the head coach is right now, the Jacksonville Jaguars. Some random guy off the street is coaching the team. It's a mess. I get Belichick to get both. I think it's Chris and Jericho, isn't it? I think it's Chris Jericho. Yeah, it's Cody Rhodes and Chris <laughs> Jericho are coaching the Jags. Uh, I get both, and Belichick is coming off a loss. I'll give New England – I don't care. I would have taken 21 points with New England against Jacksonville in that game. So those are the two games I really like. The other game I'm watching right now, again, we're taping on a Thursday night. I see 12 and a half out there for Niners-Texans. Garoppolo is injured. Yeah, what'd you say? That scares me. Davis yes. Mills is starting to play well. Yes. Look, look at this about Davis Mills. If you stack up the numbers with Trevor Lawrence, Justin Fields, Mac Jones, Zach Wilson, and Davis Mills, Davis Mills actually ranks second statistically behind Mac Jones, which blows my mind. All these other guys have more picks than touchdowns except Davis Mills. And if Garoppolo is hurt, if that line sits at seven and a half and Trey Lance is going to get the start, Trey Lance might put up some rushing touchdowns. If you want to be really bold and start him in a fantasy championship, God bless you. I would rather do that. Like, oh. And another way is to do like non-league fantasies. If you want to do like a flyer for DraftKings or FanDuel for Trey Lance, that's a different story. But if that's at seven and a half on kickoff and Trey Lance is a starter, I'd love the Texans. So that would be my third play there. Um, I thought about that. I just I I'm still I'm still a little for whatever reason, I still I feel like San Fran is a team that can jump up and bite you in the ass at the wrong time. So I'm a little scared. This got a little almost like you know that's a that's a kick return. That's a poison, poison, poison. That's where I'm at on that one. Poison. Run away. Yep. And the only other game I, I would have had. Mellow fell like the ball. Sorry. I would like seven and a half for Vikings Packers, please. Uh, it's seven right now. I've loved the divisional dogs. I'm saying every single week when we do this, but it's really worked. Divisional dog <laughs> games. And Sunday night games in particular with the underdogs covering. It's a Sunday night game, Packers-Vikings at 7 right now. That game really doesn't mean much to the Packers. I know people say it's about home field in the first round bye. It's, it's weird. Like, we've seen teams get knocked off with the bye because they didn't play the week before. I don't know how important that is to Rodgers and company, but Minnesota needs Rogers. it badly. So I would take Minnesota. Those would be my four plays. Vikings, Texans, depending no, on the quarterback though. situation. No Adam Thielen, that's true. Um, Ravens, Rams over and Patriots over the Jags with that spread. Love it. I'm in. I'm in for a lot of those. I like them. I'm sorry. I'm just looking down and realizing that I have, uh, it looked really good for the, uh, remember it's Thursday night. It looked good for me to get the, the tease down over 
in Pittsburgh versus Michigan State, but they've been they've been hovering hovering around thirty one points for a while, which might blow up a little little fourteen T's I had working, which will oh. piss me off. But you had the over? Yeah, yeah. Well, I teased it down, so because I thought it was high, I thought it was higher than it should have been. Which again, that means they're begging you to take the under, tease it down a little bit, grab the over, and it was it was looking good. I mean, it was what it was seventeen points in the first quarter, so everything yeah. was looking pretty good, and then all of a sudden they just Michigan. I hate Michigan State. I mean, just look at them. They, their uniforms are like this moldy green. They're just annoying. They're about to score, hopefully. Who knows? Hopefully, by the time you hear that, you'll be like, "Levac, what are you talking about? They went, they went flying over." And then I'll be, I'll feel way better about the world. You got like five of the great running backs in the game, and you're running, your quarterbacks running the football. That's brilliant. I love it. In, so enjoy smart. Michigan. Enjoy Michigan, Georgia, Levac. Maybe you'll be sitting out tweets. What are you the doing game. for New Year's Eve? What are you doing? I'll, I'll be right here in my wonderful house, sitting here what? with my wonderful wife wow. and. Ba- yeah. All right. Fine. <laughs> Be lame. Ah, losers. All right. Um, I'm going to have Tuesday. Yeah. Tuesday, January 4th. You and I are back for a Techies Tuesday, our first of 2022. We got a lot to cover after that. So uh, happy new year, my friend. Happy new year, my friend. Please, uh, please say hello to your beautiful wife and my kid. Um, and, uh, and tell all your, uh, tell all your friends that like, what there's, there's something. I noticed your connection is getting weird. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, happy new year, my friend, and uh, happy new year, everybody. Um, listen, I hope everybody has a great 2022, but more importantly, let's just stop bitching about it and pretending because you bought a new calendar, it's gonna be different. You have to make it different. You be the change you want to see in the world. You, you, dog, stop walking around, you're freaking me out. All right, um, thank you, everybody. Happy new year. I think it's almost Kwanzaa, too. Uh, everything, happy everything. I'm out of here. I'm going to go drink more beer.